This episode of Innovations in Education is brought to you by Galaxy Next Generation. Galaxy is a provider of interactive learning technology solutions and school safety products with offerings that range from in-class instructional hardware, such as interactive touch panels and classroom audio amplification systems, to school communication platforms for everyday intercom announcements to instant chat during crisis situations. Their most recent product launch, G2 Secure, enables schools to have fluid communication, both audible and visual, within the building and with first responders to enable immediate threat detection for faster response time during a potential emergency. For more information, check out galaxynext.us. Okay, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Innovations in Education, eSchool News' podcast on the latest and greatest happenings in K-12 EdTech this week. I'm Kevin Hogan, and I'm glad you found us. In this episode, we tackle a number of emerging acronyms in the world of EdTech that should be in the lexicon of any district leader, as well as another look back at one of eSchool News' Hero Awards winners. First up, Bob Turner, he's the field CISO for education at Fortinet, digs into a topic that is always top of mind for district IT folks and ready for another acronym, OT leaders. So IT systems are used for data-centric computing. OT systems monitor events, processes, and devices and make adjustments in enterprise and industrial operations. He writes, the rapid shift to distance learning accelerated an already growing trend. Relentless cyber activity, ransomware, and more sophisticated attacks expose education IT professionals to increased pressure to maintain operational continuity. At the same time, he goes on, we've also seen an increase in attacks on operational technology components of companies' IT infrastructure. For instance, in the spring of 2021, the National Security Agency released a cybersecurity advisory that, while focused on the defense industrial base, is really applicable to, to many organizations. There have been many such attacks, including the 2021 Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack that was launched by the Dark Side Hacking Group, and recent confirmed attacks on Ukraine energy facilities by the Russian Sandworm Group. They stand out as extreme examples. So he goes on to list a number of recommendations for folks in, in education. You can find the whole list up online in the newsfeed, but here are four. Number one, make your OT 100% visible to your security operations team. Number two, establish an OT security response time metric, then measure and manage your security operations to reduce the mean time to detect and the mean time to remediate vulnerabilities. Number three, limit access to OT systems based on job function and title using role-based network access controls also use network isolation air gaps where practical. And then number four, report OT system compromises as they occur. Present leadership with metrics and options so they can evaluate the OT risk, value, and expenses and, and resources. So as I mentioned, go up online, check out all the recommendations, and get yourself acclimated to the idea of not only IT, but OT. Next, Ramesh Ballin, he's the founder, chief architect, and CEO of Nomadics. And Dr. Erica Johnson-Allen, she's the CEO and founder of Imagine That Consulting, 
put together a really interesting article this week about the prospects of artificial intelligence, aka AI, in education. For years, this technology brings a little bit of an odious feel, I think, to the education space, machines taking teachers' jobs, etc. But the reality is, and the pandemic really kind of showed this, artificial intelligence technologies can really complement an educator's work. And by bringing in these sort of new softwares can make teaching and learning even better. They write, school districts need a scalable, sustainable solution for working with each student individually on curriculum-aligned skills. An artificially intelligent tutor that schools can tailor to their own unique curriculum can fill this need. AI-powered bots that use machine learning to become increasingly sophisticated are all already widely used to answer consumer questions and provide a first line of customer service. Now, with recent advancements in technology from companies like Nomadics, we can scale deployment of bots in K-12 education that are capable of understanding the learning process and interacting with students to provide personalized one-on-one learning assistance and extend the reach of a teacher. So here we go, bots, right? Starting to sound a little bit spooky, but it's really not. They go on, we can train AI-powered bots with structured information so that they provide guided step-by-step tutoring to a student perform micro-assessments at intermediate checkpoints within a lesson, offer real-time contextual feedback to students, capture student work stroke by stroke, and provide detailed data sets about student learning gaps. These instructional bots can also give teachers the ability to replay student work stroke by stroke, allowing them to gain deeper insights into how students learn and where they went wrong. In the future, these bots will also be able to learn how to respond to emotional cues so that they might offer encouragement or otherwise meet students' social and emotional needs, as well as their academic ones. So again, a little bit science fiction, maybe, but maybe we don't have to worry about our new artificially intelligent tutor overlords. We'll have to wait and see. And finally, let's have another look back on the 2021 eSchool News Hero Awards. The nominations have just been open again for, for this year as a result of such a successful program that we had last year, collected dozens of really insightful as well as kind of just you know psychologically important stories of educators responding, obviously, during the pandemic, but also through other issues that are occurring in the, in the K-12 space. So, you know, eSchool News is excited to announce the return of this program that great education beta test that we had, um, looking at everything from distance learning and closing the digital divide to addressing the need for diversity, equity, and inclusion in schools, really has brought together a collection of great best practices for educators. So in this episode, Florida's Brevard Public Schools, uh, which were one of the three K-12 Hero Awards from last year, go and talk about their recent incident regarding cybersecurity. This interview is with Barrett Puchas, and he's the Director of Information Technology for Brevard in, in Florida, to discover how the district navigated a cybersecurity attack and how they were able to keep going even during the middle of a global pandemic. Have a listen. Over years of writing and talking about cybersecurity, just the fact that you are brave enough to talk about it at all says something about the work that you do. 
Usually educators love to share their best practices. They used to love to talk about how they've improved their district scores or they've, they've improved this or that. You get to cybersecurity, people are like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't wanna talk about it. So as we do start to talk about it, give me your feedback from that time and what that uh, situation was like. Yeah, so, so as far as talking about it, you know, we can't, we, we don't succeed in isolation and we shouldn't fail in isolation. So we, this is kind of a tale of both. Uh, we were notified of the, of the event and we, we jumped on it and we, we kicked him out. We got him out before the ransom happened. But it really opened our eyes to how vulnerable we are and how easy it was for them to get in. They didn't exploit some zero day issue on one of our external servers. They didn't have any clever IP6 attacks or anything like that. They just sent an attachment to somebody in accounts receivable, accounts payable. And, uh, and they opened it and uh, our antivirus blocked it. So she replied to the email and said, hey, it didn't work. You know, uh, so he tried, uh, he tried the change up and the change up got through. Maybe. Um, yeah, so they established persistence and they were in our system for uh, probably 45, 60 days before we knew anything. Um, just doing the recon, you know, all the stuff you read about today about the, the lead up to the attack where they try to spread their, uh, you know, lateral movement and spreading their persistence and trying to get data that's, you know, worth selling. Think, thankfully, we, we found out about it and got them out ahead of time. We weren't one of the stories where we were ransomed and, you know, having to restore from backups or anything like that. Thank goodness. Yeah. We'll talk about your kind of path to get where you were that you're able to identify and actually engage them, right? I mean, there are a lot of districts that, that weren't that far along in terms of their recognition of the need for that sort of protection. Sure. We partner with Microsoft and PDQ, and we we use a combination of uh, software and, and scripting and just people to try to keep an eye on things. But my core group uh, at the network level uh, is very small. It's a dozen people. As such, we all wear a lot of hats and uh, everyone, is, it's a very agile group. So I don't have one person that's in charge of servers and one person that's in charge of the firewall and one person isn't, you know, everyone does everything. So when it was time to act, we were able to get everybody moving pretty quickly. Um, and it was nice to have a dozen experts on the calls rather than just, you know, my firewall guy, my storage guy, and so forth. So that about wraps it up for this episode. Be sure to check back on eschoolnews.com for all the latest and greatest news and analysis for what's happening in the ed tech space. Remember, eSchool is always free and always trying to help innovative educators just like you. Until next time, I'm Kevin Hogan for eSchool News. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Galaxy Next Generation and their most recent product launch, G2 Secure. Go to galaxynext.us and get your school a complimentary one-year subscription for its G2 visual alert security solution, a cloud-based tool that can send visual alerts or announcements to any internet-enabled device within a school or district that disseminates a lockdown message throughout the building within seconds of an indicated threat. That's galaxynext.us.